Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soul Centered Podcast with C. I am your host, Sierra, and I am super fucking excited to be here today. Um, yeah, we are sitting in space with, God, she's such a cool individual. So we are hanging out today with Sam. Um, some of you may know her from Sammy B. Love. For those of you who don't, she is a shamanic Reiki master who does so much more than just healing. Sam, how are you? Hi, babe. Oh my gosh, Hi. what an intro. <laughs> oh my gosh, so beautiful. Thank you for that. I'm so excited for today. Same, how are you? How's your morning been going? It's good. You know how, um, oh, I had something happen this morning that I was like, it's because I'm talking with Sierra today. Like, uh, <laughs> like the spirits are fucking with me so hard. Um, I had like, I had a, a moment where I remembered a conversation with my mailman talking about Keith Urban and like, I listened to his music in high school. And so I was like, man, I should listen to those old songs um, and have fun because those are really fun to me. And so I turn on my radio. I only listen to this jazz station. And somehow the radio is on the country station and Keith Urban is playing. No <laughs> way. Like for years, for years, I've never changed the station on my radio. And like, it was the country station and Keith Urban was playing. I was like, this is because I'm talking to Sierra today. Oh my God, that's so fun though. Such magical, <laughs> what magical timing, right? Mm -hmm. um, I love yes. that. What a great message from the divine. How's your morning? My morning's been good. You know, I've just I was getting a few things done just around the house. Now, you know, dropping into the cacao ceremony and just flowing. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to sit here in space with you because I feel like the two of us really align in a lot of the work that we do. And, you know, being individuals who drop into this sacred, sacred work is, you know, something that I would call it at least. Um, yeah. And, you know, work that even, you know, when we are in a space of being tired or like, oh shit, I don't really like want to jump into this day. Um, it's, it's work that's bigger than us. And it's work that yeah. like, we don't really get a choice, right? Um, if something shows up and we're supposed to be a part of it, there's really no way around it. And so yeah. the world's fucking crazy right now. Everything mm -hmm. is crazy. And so- how you staying grounded? What are you doing? How are you oh, helping God. heal others while keeping your own shit together? Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, that's actually like such a good question. Thanks for asking that. Um, it's kind of hilarious because I feel like the universe gave me a crash course in the pandemic the whole year prior because I had a scare with like a virus from a bat and then I had like last summer I lost everything I lost my job I lost my car I like couldn't pay rent and like I was like okay I need to like rebuild my business and like do like because I, I was still bartending at the time okay. and so I like had to go gung-ho like balls to the wall like redoing everything and so when the pandemic started I was like, you guys got this. Like, it's going to be all right. Like, I, like yes. it's okay. Yeah, like, everyone's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Like, and I felt so grounded in all of the fear and rebuilding and everything I experienced um, the entire year before. Um, so, yeah, I was actually super grateful for that, like, massive low and challenge. Um, so I've actually been having a really... I would say relatively easy time with everything going on in the world. Um, and I'm really grateful for it, but how has it been for you? Um, you know, it's, it ebbs and flows. Uh, it's funny that you say that like the year prior that like the, the universe came in and they were like, all right, Sammy, everything's gone. Um, uh, because I feel like that's how they also work with me. Um, mm. And it's interesting to hear you say that because I've always just kind of thought that that was like a me thing because I'm pretty stubborn and I'm like the kind of individual that like, if they're going to really push me into something, like I need them to like, either like shove me or like slap me in the face kind of deal. Um, so it's, it's great to hear that like, one, I'm not alone in that. Um, 
but like i guess now that i'm reflecting on it like yeah like kind mm -hmm. of the same prior a year before everything had started i also yeah. lost my job um there was mm. you know all of this what's next i was applying for other jobs i was getting no yeah. no returns and so Dang. it makes sense yeah it makes sense <laughs> that they were they the divine the universe the gods yeah. the goddesses you know whoever is you know hanging out and watching over and yeah directing or whatever it may be um yeah like preparing us it'd be interesting to hear if there's other spiritual workers who also got prepped a year prior because i would agree it feels mm -hmm. like you know with everything that's going on i've had a lot of like creative like creative i don't know what the word is i'm looking for um yeah. things show up because the word's not coming so i yeah. feel like i've been super creative during this time um but man, you know, on top of it, everything with the COVID and staying in and, and the job shifting, I mean, then we just, it's like another layer because like then we have all the hate that's happening in the world and we have, you know, it, 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 it genuinely doesn't matter at this point if, if you're with politics, you know, we have this divide that's happening and it doesn't really matter where you flow. It seems to be that, you know, people are easily offended. People are really worked up about all these things. And so yeah. on top of like feeling the frequencies of the virus, like we have the frequencies of anger and then that's met with like mother earth's anger. And so it just, it does, it feels like shit is really on fire right now. It really, it like literally on fire. It literally is. Mother earth is literally on fire right now. <laughs> yeah. In many places. Yeah. That's such a good point. Like, how what has what has been coming up for you about all of that like how is that registered in your body and in your heart um i mean i try to keep it simple because if i go any further than keeping it simple i get like pretty uh, passionate is the word <laughs> we'll call it <laughs> i'm pretty bad at it unleash it unleash it and so um, I just look at it as it's kind of like an awakening. Um, and at this point, the people who like aren't waking up to it, I just, I'm kind of confused. It's almost like, what in, like, please wake up. Please wake up because the idea of it getting worse, I don't know if I can fucking handle that. So like, please wake up, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. You know, for me, I feel like I work with, you know, a lot of clients and starting from March up until now, it feels like everyone that I've been working with is sitting with a lot of anxiety and like a lot of discomfort. And so are you also seeing that with your clients? Yeah, so yes, exactly. It's like the the way that I'm understanding the, the world right now and like especially what's going on like with what you said with like politics and the fire and mother earth and like everything we're being confronted with seeming like a lot of, um, negative a lot of like what people call it darkness I like to kind of call it density instead Absolutely. I don't yeah and um but for me it's like I think the contrast actually like the darkness or the density everything that's negative or scary or overwhelming is actually such a small percentage but because it's brought into awareness it seems so extreme and the role it's serving is activating so many people and so the truth is that for me is that there's so many more people being activated into their heart into their highest potential and then what actually is like activating everyone you know racism global like climate change um like just income inequality like capitalism fucking everything like politics like everything that's activating people is actually such a tiny portion of energy but because it's so concentrated it's serving such a divine purpose and we need that intense contrast to to get more people to wake up so but the illusion is that that density is more powerful or bigger than everything that's being awoken everything that's being activated um all the challenges people are facing right now are preparing them exactly what we went through like and it's it's such a gift so like getting people to so what i've been working on with clients is like how do we take something that could easily lead to self-destruction 
and use it for their pure empowerment and like evolution and for them to rise and for them to feel so fucking on fire, proud, mm. alive, engaged, like all of the things like, cause there's a choice, you know, and, and it always comes from some heightened level of sensitivity, either like, you know, sensitivity to the world or to their environment or to emotions or to other human beings where they were numbing out before with some sort of distraction or like shopping or hanging out with friends. And a lot of that has been torn away. So it's like, okay, here, so many people are being handed divine opportunities and it's like, they're learning, they're seeking guidance for using it for empowerment rather than destruction. And so I just, I'm always trying to highlight that and like guide my clients to see that like, like, no, babe, the fact that you, you know, your life went to shit, like, this is amazing. Like, this is the best place you could be. Like, this is the gift. And, and they're like, oh, whatever you say. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of pushback. I find that, um, yeah. I find that with like clients that I work with as well, that, you know, when they are like in the really uh, yeah. dense parts of life, it's yeah. easy to feel like, it's all kind of falling on top of us and, and yeah. you know, that everything's shit. And like, how is this preparing me or how is this getting me to where yeah. it needs to be? And um, it, it kind of brings it like back to even like full circle with me and the whole process of how all of this has even come about in my life. And, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you say dense and I love that you say dense and, um, I say darkness, but I say darkness because like I, I like to dance in some of that and like, I enjoy some of that. And I think that the reason because is, you know, when I moved into this whole, I don't know, way of life, you may call it, um, all of mine was really dense. It was really, really dark. And so mm -hmm. it was like from that, that like you rise and, you know, there's a book and it's yeah. called No Mud, No Lotus. And it's something that... Mm -hmm. Uh, God, it's so beautiful. It's such an easy read. I'm not a big reader. And I think I finished it in like a day and a half. Uh, wow. But it does it like it reminds you that like, yeah, yeah, like, you have to grow through mud. And like, we have yeah. to get through these things. And I think what's really beautiful and something that like, I know that like, I keep trying to return back with my clients is and like, not even just my clients, right? So it's like, we yeah. have these conversations with people much beyond we're working with um, yeah it's we have to remember that like we're not alone in it like right and oh. so like at the time when like me and you were going through some shit last year I would have loved to know that you were going through it with me because I would have been like calling you for support um yeah. But I think that's the thing is there's so many people being affected by what's going on. I mean, we all are being affected by what's going on on some level and so yeah that yeah. space of like binding together in community that like, oh, we can all rise together. And like, I think that's another thing is like each individual that's waking up and starting to like rise into their own, like by doing that, you're literally just inviting a higher frequency to be spread around. And then that, yeah. that either like pushes or nudges or whispers or like opens up another individual. It's a domino effect, right? Mm -hmm. so so yeah I love that I love that you keep returning them to the space of like fuck yeah like these are good things because at the end of this you know I'm I'm personally hoping that like once it's all said and done and settled that there's so much positive change that's happened and that we weren't just like working through this time in our lives just to like go back to what it was before um yeah. so lots of I don't like to say this but I'm going to anyways, lots of breakdowns, lots of breakdowns are bringing in a lot of beautiful breakthroughs. Yeah. So I'm just here to sit in that space. Mm -hmm. So, so what I'm actually really excited to talk to you about now that we've talked about all the things of just life <laughs> and how we're feeling about it. Um, let's talk about sex. I'm here yeah. to talk about sex with you because <laughs> I have seen that you have this like super rad new offering and I was reading so deep into it this morning. Um, and I feel so in line with you because I'm here hollering, let's talk about sex, but we're really, we're talking about something so much more powerful 
than yes. sex. And we're not talking about, you know, the sex that we have been exposed to, uh, you know, all of our lives in Hollywood and the media and the porn industries. I mean, you're talking yeah. about some deep, like connective, empowering, and like my favorite word is like healing sex. Mm. And like, we're not just yeah. talking about sex with others and partners and, and groups. Um, you're also diving into like your own personal pleasure. So like, yeah, what's going on there? Where where did this come from? Um, what's the offering? Let's start there. Let's talk about the uh, offering. Oh, uh, so good. So many, so many good things. Alana. So many things pop. Uh, yeah, you fucking nailed it with that description and that in that segue. Um, yeah. So the offering, it's so funny. It's actually still coming together. Um, we're gonna get started around October twelfth, and it's gonna be, I think eight weeks of just diving into self-pleasure practices, um, diving into ancestral stuff, karma stuff, um, womb stuff, uh, like moon cycle stuff, and even just harnessing the power of life, giving life, birth, masculine, feminine work, like every aspect of it, um, shame, reprogramming, like your body, like every cell in your body, um, yeah, it's going to be, but it's also going to be very sexy and enjoyable too. Cause I love, I love making things fun and like making them easy. Like I'm so in my feminine. I just like fucking like, I just want to flow all the time and like make everything simple, like, like setting a safe container, but then in there, like letting it be wild and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's going to be like a lot of self practice and then, um, and then some live group calls so we can all kind of share like what's coming up and moving through, but it's really, it's really dialed into the energetics of like our body and reclaiming this sacred act that has literally been hijacked by mainstream media, by society by um you know outside pressures and porn and we've been contributing so much of this like special sacred energy to someone else's vision and expression of it and to me that's like really creepy and i <laughs> like i yeah like i so it's been a, pro a journey of reclaiming it and like bringing authenticity to it bringing the wildness to it and like healing lineages and like um mother earth through it and just all the things there's so many different um aspects of it which i know that you're also diving into too with your yeah. beautiful room work which i can't wait to know more about um yeah gosh. it's interesting it's you're you're so right when you say that it's literally so many things wrapped into one, like whenever I'm like talking with clients and they're like, okay, like who's womb space healing for? I'm like anyone with a womb, like <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if you had trauma or if you haven't, it doesn't matter if you've had kids or if you haven't, like, it, yeah. like none of it matters because there's so much power in, in that sacred space, right? There's so yeah. much power in the womb that like when i mean like you can literally show up and, and it will present itself and so yeah you're right there's so much more than just um i don't know than just healing it because it does it, it it empowers you it starts like helping you move from a different space of confidence and so yeah um you know with with my womb stuff it's it's a one-on-one -on -one, it's it's a sound bath healing it's Mm. Uh, diving deep into the spaces and, and it's interesting oh. um i actually bring all the trauma to surface and so what's beautiful is the lady i channel with will either guide me into like girl shut up they don't want to talk about this like you keep this to yourself we work through it together and like then i just hold it and release or it's like can we bring all the trauma up and she's like all right make them look at it like make them feel it make make them go through whatever emotions show up and it's about holding space and keeping it safe and supportive um yeah and you know having so many conversations with <laughs> these individuals it does, it stems from like, okay, once we clear the spaces, like look at how much opens up and it's like, okay, sensuality, sexuality, mm -hmm. um, trust, yeah, confidence, uh, things um, shift in all corners, right? And so I love that you're bringing in sexiness to yours, right? Um, mm -hmm. 
mine i think that if we brought all of that it would be a really long session right <laughs> people would be like all right girl that was too much um so i love that you're doing it, it's an eight week course and it's diving into these places and so yeah um where do you where do you start and so is this this is a group of individuals you're not just working with women correct yeah not just it's yeah it's everyone which i love that i have had I don't know, probably five different men come to me and give me shit about how I'm only doing womb space feelings. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I yeah. woke up one morning, which is another thing I'm interested to hear about. Cause I woke up one morning, I don't know, like May maybe. And it was like a deep download that the woman's womb needs to be healed. And then all of a fucking sudden, I started noticing around the same time that I come out because I wait months, right? I wait months mm -hmm. before I trust it. And yeah. then I dive into it and I see that you're popping off with this, you know, um, mm. this pleasure, uh, this pleasure thing that you're diving into. And then I see yeah. like four or five other women all of a sudden coming out with this. So where did it come from with you? Oh yeah, such a good point. <laughs> It's definitely wanting to be heard and birthed into the world right now through so many different vessels, like, and through so many different voices. I love it. And um, where it came from was like my early 20s. I always received the comment, like, all you care about is sex from men. Like, they were like, you're too horny. Like, all you want is sex. And I was like, yeah, I was really engaged in my body and like, but I also was filling a void with like wanting love, like my fem my wounded feminine, like she just wanted so much because she didn't, she didn't know how to fill herself up. And then in my later 20s, it was like, you know, recognizing I had so many, so many, so much sexual trauma to heal from and then like never having sex in relationships because I didn't know how to own my body without, um, I wanted to own my body and not be responsible for anyone else's like needs with my vagina. Like I wanted to be, I wanted sovereignty and I didn't know how to achieve it in, in relationship and sexually and while also still finding pleasure. Like it just seemed impossible. It seemed like, um, ex expectations. It seemed like a cage. It like, it felt really difficult. Um, to be in romantic partnerships. And so it's come from like, <clears throat> it's come from, you know, a history of having a miscarriage, a history of having an abortion and feeling so disconnected and um, a lot of trauma. And then realizing like, okay, this is actually like, there's so much power here in this space and I get to reclaim it in a way that's mine, in a way that's pleasurable, in a way that heals me to the, to a level I've never experienced before. And in the last like four or five years, I've been on a crash course of like facing every fear head fucking on and just diving in. And sex has been the thing that's been calling me to really look at it, to look at it, to feel it, to reclaim it, to dive head in. And, um, and that's a huge part of it is like, how can we use pleasure and our fears and instead of using it for destruction, for shutting down, for feeling inferior, for feeling like you can't have the things you want, you can't live the life you want, you're not meant to experience joy and ecstasy in your body and safety. Instead of feeling that and using it for destruction and to close, we're using it for empowerment and for expanding and for connecting even deeper to spirit and connecting even deeper to your heart and to everyone that is just in this on this planet. And then I realized like the more I dove into self-pleasure, masturbation, um, exploring my vagina. I call it my stargate or my portal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love Here for it. that. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm, I like just started dating someone. I'm like, I love your cock in my stargate. <laughs> it's just so good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's been so delicious. And I'm so grateful. Like, and the more I've been doing that though, it's so interesting to me. It makes perfect sense. Like 
the more I've been doing it, the more I've been realizing like, this is so much bigger than me. This is a lineage thing. This is an ancestral thing. Like this is the first time in history women have this opportunity. And like, I'm feeling so much of this for a huge reason that is like, I want to plant seeds for generations to come. And I honestly feel like what's happening in the world grand scheme is an attack on the feminine. And I just, I, so I feel very deeply like a need to protect a need to plant seeds a need to um, like liberate and help more women step even more fully into their power in a way that also liberates all of the men. And it makes so much sense to me that you start doing womb work and men are like, liberate me liberate me like the feminine in me wants to be liberated so i can step into my power and like that makes so much sense that they're coming to you and asking for that yeah because they're, they, they're it. no it does and you know i i feel bad because my answer is simply <laughs> no um and yeah. i just have to honor that because you know i've sat in space with this for the last however many months really figuring out Okay, yeah. what does this look like? How, you know, am I going to be able to hold this space? Because, you know, I have womb trauma. I have yeah. things that I've gone through, right? And so, you know, and diving into my own healing. And I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't, I'm assuming, and I shouldn't, um, that you do your own healing as well. And that, you know, we go and we go to healers. Um, but it's just as powerful um, and important for us to dive into healing ourselves because we're going out and we're doing this work for, you know, men and women. And I got I to gotta check in. I got to make sure that, like, I'm also able to sit in the mm -hmm. space of receiving and, and clearing and all of that. And so yeah. I know how I know how in, intense womb work is and I know you know, yeah. there is like a space where you can feel lost in between like what you were saying, kind of like, okay, I was just really sexually driven and then it was shut off. And then I was just kind of quiet there. And so, um, you know, I reflect back to, you know, my first kind of, I don't know, experiences being sexual and engaging in that. And it was almost like I was here to conquer mm. and I didn't feel safe in my own in my own feminine power. And I definitely didn't feel safe in my own sexual power. And so yeah. moving from that, it was like, okay, if I'm going to engage in something that feels so fucking natural and it feels so aligned in my body, I need to have like the one up and I need to make sure that like, I'm the one navigating it. So I'm always feeling safe. And then it was like, I just felt like I was like hungry. And then it was like, who can I go experience this with? And then immediately leave detach and like never have to look at it again and like yeah. that's yeah. what I was doing and you know I would yep. be met with people that would say things to me and they bring it up and I was always just like fuck you I'm an empowered woman yes. I can do what I please and like I'm still mm -hmm. out there like yeah do what you please ladies like go after it but what I learned is that I was collecting more trauma and I was yeah. collecting more and more of this unsafe energy and I was adding a different name to it and calling it something something that it wasn't and calling it empowerment and then um, I started diving into this womb work and it was like holy shit I've been looking at this the wrong way this entire time but yeah. then I was like how else am I supposed to find this if no one's here to help guide me? You know, my mom was always really open with us growing up about sex and safe sex and um, making sure that you didn't do it unless you genuinely wanted to. And she, my mom just, God bless her soul. She was always so open for this. Right. And she would talk to yeah, me about some of her. Yeah. Some of her experiences that she was just like, no, we don't want you to experience this. And, this is what happened to me. And, but like, that's kind of it. Right. So yeah. in which I talked to so many people and they're like, yeah, no, my mom's never, my dad is never. And so at least never. I got that. Right. But it's different. It's different to like actually take ownership and it's different to feel safe there and to feel like actually empowered, mm -hmm. not, just like trying to win a race almost and to like genuinely yeah. be present. And so, 
yeah, but we, I mean, I know at least, and I'm just going to assume that you also know from the story that you just shared, um, that it's work and that like going into <laughs> places are work and, um, it, yeah, it can be intense, but it's also like beautiful. And so as you have gone through like your own, you know, stages of it in the last however many years, um, uh, what have you seen in your own shift? with yeah. empowerment. Mm, yeah, such a good question. Um, I, I want to circle back to something you said about real quick about um, like the calling it empowerment, but what you were doing, but it wasn't, it was just recreating the trauma. And it's like that residue energy was still there. And you just mm -hmm. like put a different face on it. And you were just filling it. Oh, and like partner yeah. after partner. And yeah. then and then it went from like, you know, I was just, I felt like I was angry and it was like, no one deserves, and honestly, no one fucking deserves to know anything about us unless we want to share it. Let's just like yeah. be super real about that. I'm not, I'm not yeah. sitting here telling people that they need to share anything unless they're comfortable. Um, but like sharing <laughs> how many partners I had been with or sharing that like, oh, I'm sexually fluid or sexually open or all these things. And then like, getting like i don't know like a space of judgment or like oh you know we get words like oh you're a whore or you're a slut and like yes. i had hesitation even saying that because it's like those words are just so fucking annoying um, <laughs> but then at the time i was like well fuck you i'm gonna do what i want and you yes. can't stop me and then it was just like more and more <laughs> hungry rage and then yes Finally, like rage, literally starting... raging sex, like raging. raging sexual energy, like sucking cock in the street, like fucking meeting and, someone randomly, like, do, yeah, all kinds of crazy shit. And there's and, so many girls who go through that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so yeah. many, and it's because we're taught that it's, we're supposed to be sexual, but you're supposed to yeah. be quiet about it or... Excellent. And so like any of the young girls out there yeah. who are listening right now, and if you're going, or any of, just any woman in general, if you're like yeah. feeling it and you're out there and you're expressing like, check in, are you feeling healthy with it? And like, where is this actually stemming from? And if it's stemming from a healthy place, girl, go for it. Go yeah. For it. But yeah. if it's not, you're not alone and we get it. Yeah. Like sacred sex could be sucking cock in the street with a stranger. Like it could, it could it really be. could and, be. Like, it was not when I was doing it. No, nope, <laughs> like, no. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a secret. It really it could, could be. be. And um, yeah, and that's like the distinction of like knowing that distinction, developing the relationship with yourself. And the biggest thing that I've been focusing on is like, um, with like the journey. I mean, we do the work because we're doing the work. <laughs> like yep. we do the work because we're doing the work we're doing it and that's the key and like that's the most important thing like um like actually what you've been working through and like what i found is that the sexual energy um was often it was insatiable and it was raging because it was so stagnant even though we were having lots of sex even though we were like fucking random people it was just like and doing it as often as possible as like an ego thing and filling the void filling the hole the neediness the wounded feminine like it was um not actually moving that beautiful sexual energy that creates worlds and mm. that's where I've been like connecting the dots okay well how do I how do I move that energy rather than just um orgasming like how does it actually move into a place of going throughout my body and healing me and moving through all of my chakras moving through every single organ um aligning my heart with my truth like making me feel connected to this earth to um my lineage to the future to everything to every like finding the universe within through sexual pleasure and experiences and like inviting other people into that space of healing and connectedness and um because it's like not only are we healing just 
ourselves and our partners during those experiences, but we're also healing in their mind and in their projection of reality, all of their past experiences with every person and those energetic um, connections are being liberated themselves. So it's like the domino effect that you mentioned, like every single time that we have sacred sex with someone, we invite them into that space. Like we are liberating so many hearts and like, and mm. so, and, and all the way through our ancestral lineage too. And like all, like through thousands of humans, we are liberating all of them with this action and with this intention and with this presence and reverence. And like, yeah, it's just, that is really special. And I feel like um, the acknowledgement of that, the, the teaching of how to actually step into that space is um, the difference between causing yourself more trauma and fucking liberating the shit out uh, of every man and woman. And that's why it's like the womb work, like it's, it's womb work, but it's like, you're literally liberating mankind. Like you are yeah. liberating men, you're liberating fathers and sons and brothers. Like you are liberating everyone who is tied to any of the trauma or pain that's been exchanged or transmitted. And it's like, mm -hmm. um, it's so huge. It's so, so huge. And, um, oh man, there was something I was going to say that I keep, <laughs> I forgot, but yeah, maybe it will come back. But, oh yes. Yeah. So connecting, I think what's been really helping with, um, bringing it to that sacred space where it's actually healing has been connecting it with the energy of birth and giving life. Because even though I don't want to be a mother, I, I think, you know, right now, it doesn't feel aligned for this version of me. Um, mm -hmm. But I still find, I'm finding so much power in my body's ability and in its design and in the system that lives within me to just fucking do it. And the surrendering to that strength and that divinity in my body, surrendering to my partner's strength and divinity in that ability that we're here, that we are here, that we can do if we choose. And um, like really not making it this thing, like people, you know, like get married have kids are like oh you know the wife and the baby and they like it's a joke it's become a sitcom and yeah. it's like no reclaiming that reclaiming that power reclaiming that divine expression of life and bringing that and letting that turn you the fuck on while inviting in every piece of you your fears your trauma your history your family everything you're ashamed of and scared of um I just shared how I moved past like a huge fear of like bats and rabies. Like I literally invited that into my Stargate, into my pussy, into a sexual experience with my body. And I fell in love with the version of me who is terrified. And I invited mm. her to be worshipped and to yeah. be turned on and to be worshipped by a partner and by the universe. Mm -hmm. Like she is so worthy. And so, yeah, like connecting yeah. All of that. <laughs> no, I love that. And so, so we would, we're having this conversation about sacred sex and, you know, there's individuals out there who have probably never even heard of sacred sex or the idea of healing, you know, our, our vaginas, our womb space, our yonis, um, being able to like dive into those places and clear it. And so I feel like it's important to have a little bit of a conversation about you know, yeah, you can wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to start having more sacred sex. And just by setting the intention that starts showing up. Right. Um, but there's a lot of individuals who may say, okay, I want to start having more sacred sex. And then they're like, but what the fuck is sacred sex? <laughs> um, and also the idea of just like waking up one morning and being like, Hey, it's all switched and changed. Um, I don't know. I, I've been on this journey for a little bit of time now, and I know that that's not how it's been for me. And so um, I know that I've moved through a lot of my own healing through lots of journaling, right? So when we're talking about healing our womb space and, and the sacred sex and, and all of this empowerment, it's not necessarily the idea of always having sex or always being in a space of intimacy. I mean, there's also some other work, side work that can be done to heal. And it's, you know, okay, I go into my journal and 
I'm writing about my relationship with my womb because I've never actually sat and thought about it. And it's bringing in different kinds of an awareness. Uh, but then there's also so much to be said about the power in just self-pleasure and like getting to know yourself and healing mm -hmm. the womb, the vagina, the yoni in that way. And so, you know, there's, I mean, and also let's be real. There's, there's so many men and women out there who are not having sex right now. And mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, I'd love to drop into this, but I have no one to drop into it with. So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about self-pleasure and the healing and the magic that kind of shows up just by showing up with yourself. Yeah. So, so many good points right there. <laughs> Thank you for that. You bring yeah. it, bring it down. Um, yeah, it's it's wild. I think that when, like for I think m the majority experience is m most people were not taught self pleasure. I I don't know what yours was. I was not. I was shamed I for like masturbating when I was six years old and like, um, yeah. And I didn't even know what it was and like all this stuff. My mom was like, "You'll get pregnant," so I was like so scared for like years. I was like, "I'm gonna get pregnant." <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it really fucked me up. Like it just I didn't know the information and like um so yeah, it's interesting like working through like I think most people had um similar experiences where they felt maybe shame around self-pleasure or their natural feelings that they were having. So it's it, like it goes way back as everything does. And like, so even just addressing the um like the idea of having a self-pleasure practice or the idea that you can fuck yourself like so good and you don't it doesn't you don't need a partner you don't need anything you just need your you don't even need to have self-penetration like mm -hmm. you can romance and love yourself and make yourself feel so good and have orgasmic experiences that don't um that don't involve any sort of, you know, like penetration or toys or uh, anything. And, mm -hmm. and letting that freedom come into the idea of it. Also, the biggest part of um, my practice is having no expectations, no pressures, no goal even to mm -hmm. orgasm. And it's just seeing what arises in my body as I'm in different positions, as I'm listening to different instruments, as I'm thinking of different things, as I'm, I'm embodying different animals, different elements, like just seeing what comes up like, oh shit, like this position in like is making me feel scared this position makes me feel safe and open this position really turns me on like and just reclaiming my body alone in these positions in these like um experiences in a safe space with myself and like not for anyone else no one viewing it no one like <laughs> and just seeing what comes up and just flowing with it and having radical self-acceptance, um, compassion and love and appreciation of like, like, okay, for some reason in my body, it's programmed that like, when I grab my breasts, I feel anxious or like this mm. or that or whatever comes up. So I think just having this like really compassionate self-exploration and like allowing yourself to get on your hands and knees and like use a crystal wand or if you want to, or like use whatever, or just your hands or just, or nothing, like just mm -hmm. hump the air and just see what comes up for you. And let that be such a juicy, beautiful experience of like, you are so worthy of being seen and witnessed mm -hmm. and loved in all of these states of being and like um, having no destination, like mm -hmm. you expressing yourself, rolling around, like slightly like draping your fingers across your nipples and seeing how that feels like, let that be so intriguing and curious. And then mm -hmm. all the other stuff just happens. Like, yeah. We were born to do that. We don't need yeah. to think about it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're so right. Um, and, and it's that space of safety, what you had just said. It's, it's yeah, there's so much, you know, I, I, I dive into um, 
a self-pleasure practice. Well, I introduce a self, I also dive into it, but I introduce a self-pleasure yeah. practice to all of my clients during our second week um, in space together. Yeah. And um, it's so interesting to see how many individuals are either like super fucking excited or have so much resistance around it. And it's like, you know, I, always tell them the same as you no expectations go into it with an open mind and we're just here to learn and there's also something so powerful in the idea of or in the practice of diving into those spaces with yourself and meeting new parts of you um and you know for certain individuals who haven't dove into um self-practice um self-pleasure practices or you know sacred sexual experiences um it's more than just an orgasm like we've said so many yeah. times um we're moving stagnant energy uh we're clearing mm -hmm. things that no longer serve us um mm -hmm. we're connecting deeper within self that then opens up this whole space of um creativity and confidence and there's so much empowerment through it right and yeah. so it's not just this idea of okay i dove into self-pleasure or sacred sex and i got off and that was great absolutely that in its own could be enough but yeah. we're talking about like this moves deeper in your day-to-day -day life this is um stepping into something that maybe we haven't experienced before in our own bodies whether that be our power or our safety and you know i i was having this conversation with someone not too long ago about my womb space healing. And you know, it is, it's so much wrapped into one that it's like, how do I even share all of this? with people? How do you even tell people all this? Cause it's like, when you heal the no. womb, you're opening up so much, I don't know, alignment and clarity for like all of your chakras. And like, I'm not talking about your sacral chakra when I'm talking about your womb, but like, that's also a part of it. And so it's like, everything comes into alignment. And when we move from that space, it's like, okay, my heart is expanding and opening more and I'm leading through love. And when my heart's open, I sit deeper in trust. So then it's like, okay, then that flows into a space of everything is more aligned. And so I'm in a heart space that's opened and my trust is really there. And so these visions that I'm receiving through my third eye and these connections from the, the crown chakra, um, they're coming through beautifully. And because I have so much trust from my heart space, I can start very confidently speaking that through my throat because that's been balanced and that's in alignment. And it's like, we don't realize that there's so much more, right? And then we're grounded in a deeper way. And it's just like, I don't know, every time I dive into womb space healings with these women, um, I always return back and we align the chakras, uh, or I, at least I bring awareness to the alignment that has shown up. And I'm not fucking kidding you. Um, this is the only time that ever happens. Every chakra is its own flower and it's a different mm -hmm. kind of beauty and it's a different kind of softness. And um, yeah. it's like sensuality moves through the entire being met with confidence and trust and all of these other things. And it's yeah. the most beautiful space of just blooming. And so, yeah, it's so much more it's so much more than just the idea of having an orgasm, but man, isn't yeah. that fucking enough on its own? <laughs> I know. So when, when we talk about this and we talk about, okay, who is Sammy's, uh, you know, who is this practice for? It's for everyone. Every single one of you listening, um, yeah. you know, and every single person you know could benefit yeah. from her offering. Your grandma, um, your mailman. <laughs> everyone can benefit and everyone should and like mm -hmm. we also are under are, are have an understanding around that this is normally taboo conversation um yeah and i know for me and i feel like i can speak very confidently for you in this um we bring in safety um yeah and we bring in love and trust and it's about empowering yourself. So what works for us may not work for someone else. And what works for me may not work for Sammy and vice versa. And so we're meeting ourselves and we're diving into things and we're learning and that unlocks so much of our own magic right then and there. Yeah. And so Sammy, where is it that people can find your offerings? Um, 
where can we join? How can we join? Um, mm. things of that nature. Let's hear about it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love everything you just said, babe. So powerful. And like, especially reclaiming all of that, like from what, how we're trained that our energy should be like mm -hmm. our throat, even like, like having, like having self-pleasure and then like literally screaming and making your own sounds, not porn mm -hmm. sounds like what, like that liberation of your throat. Yeah. All that. it's so exciting. I love, I love that you just said your own sounds and not porn mm -hmm. sounds because how mm -hmm. many of your girlfriends have you talked to who are like, Oh yeah, I've studied porn. Like yeah. I've actually fucking studied it and like mm -hmm. the way women move their bodies, the way they express through it. And it's just like, yep. I can't believe we're out here doing that. <laughs> but we are. I know. It's, yeah. it's wild. It's wild. It's so good though. Yeah. Sorry. I totally just <laughs> rerouted it, but, um, but yeah, it's so, it's so fucking good. And it's like, one uh, one last thing I would love to say really quick is that um, like when we when we allow ourselves the safety of sexual exploration in the way that you described in the way that I described like what's happening is not only will we have future generations of parents and who are teaching children to honor and love themselves and to hold a safe space so that way they no longer accept anything less and they no longer project any trauma onto people and they no longer invite men into harmful spaces and they no longer subject themselves to accepting bullshit and like all of that lower energy that is just perpetuating the trauma they might have already experienced or creating new experiences like that. So it's like this massive collective liberation of ancient cycles between men and women that like we need each other to hold this new standard and to hold mm -hmm. this new safety, to hold this new paradigm of relating sexually in our bodies that like it's, it's for that's why it's for everyone. And I can't imagine like where we are right now in the history of the world, like women did not have this opportunity. And also like men have not had as much fluid opportunity either. And so I think it's a really beautiful space and time in history for us to like really dive into this work and just like go ham and just completely like I don't know a single human being who hasn't experienced massive sexual trauma or sexual abuse I don't know a single one a man or a woman I don't know a single one and so um yeah I think it's really amazing we're talking about it and doing the work and I'm so honored to be talking with you and sharing and all the things like it's so exciting but um but yeah anyone can find me at um Sammy B Love on Instagram and sammybelove.com. It's S-A-M-M-Y-B-E-L-O-V-E. Uh, -E -E. And yeah, I just keep it simple and we can chat. You can message me. I love to talk to everyone <laughs> and dance with you and whatever happens. Um, well, yeah, thank you. all of you who are out there and you're listening, Sammy is just this divine goddess who literally can dive in and so much beautiful work can be done. Um, all of it's safe, all of it's supported. Um, absolutely check her out, see all of the things she has to offer. She goes way beyond just um, working with our sexual expression. Um, she has so many different things that can help benefit. Check her out, Sammy. It has been so beautiful sitting in space with you. I absolutely love and adore you. Thank you for being here. Same queen. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Um, and all of you who have been in space listening, we want to thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening to the Soul Centered Podcast with C. And I will talk with you all soon.